0: Let's get some insights on the news that's shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in Ben Emmons, Managing Director, Global Macro Strategy at Medley Global Advisors. Good morning, Ben. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, good morning. Thank you for having us.
0: So I want to get your take on this market. It's been pretty resilient despite mixed earnings. Uh, You know, We're on track for some weekly gains and even more impressive monthly gains. What, What are your thoughts, Ben?
1: Yeah, it's still a resilient economy. I think that the encouragement came particularly yesterday. GDP data showed just across the board strength still. And that just puts you in a a view that we're just not at this recession that people keep talking about. We we may get this recession next year, but it's not reflective in in, in the growth numbers. And although those tech earnings were, were not good, they're missing just by... You know, I, you literally think of like, like hundreds of millions of maybe a few billion of here and there, you know, it's still major earnings that they're generating, right? And and the same thing for energy companies, huge cash flows. So it's just if you take those simple analysis together, you're looking at an economy that's strong that re- requires the Fed to continue to raise rates uh, in the backdrop of the, this core PCE data that came out this morning also shows, you know, stickiness of inflation, but it is in a recession. So I think this is why the stock market has a positive tone.
0: And I do want to talk about that inflation data in just a second, but first, let's stick with earnings, because what have some of the reduced outlooks or even just uh, guidance being basically taken away, what is that telling you about the state of corporate America? We're not in a recession yet, but it certainly seems like companies are are gearing up for one.
1: Yes, they are, and they have to be prepared because there is a downturn going on, and it's really because the the boom from the pandemic was so enormous that we did over hire we did overspend we did o- maybe even over invest to an extent so I think all of that being pulled back makes this downturn feel at least the the outlook uh, you know worse it isn't happening but it's just like an expectation you know like if you look at the new york uh, Fed uh, manufacturing gauge from the empire gauge they have, they have a technology spending component in there that's the, that's accelerating down that follows exactly the, the the fang index so it tells you that the mark that the economy is really taking out all this fraught of spending but at the end it's it's out at this recession so i think The inflation numbers are key, that's where we really need to make progress. We're not there yet either. So if we're not making progress enough there, then yes, this downturn will happen and therefore companies will be more and more prepared for it by by slowing down activity.
0: So we got the core PCE today. We know that's the Fed's preferred inflation gauge. It was in line with expectations, but inflation is still clearly strong. So as we think about the Fed meeting next week, it seems like 75 is, is all but certain. But the big question is, what happens then in December? Is it too soon to even be thinking about a pause, not a pivot, but a pause, given the fact that inflation is still so strong?
1: Totally. I think that you cannot assume any pause because they may not have reached this level of interest rates that is truly restrictive, so to speak. You know, An overseas example is Brazil, where they brought interest rates up so far above inflation that now inflation has really come off. That's still to be seen if we're actually going to do it in the United States. But based on this core PCE data running at 5.1%, 5.2% annualized, essentially says that we need a fed funds rate closer to that level, if not above it. So I think you cannot think about a pause in that context, even though there's a lot of discussion about it. Of course, the FOMC will debate what the path of rates will look like and update it in December. I think this meeting will give us more guidance about this is what we do for November. We see too much high inflation, we have to stay the course with, with rate hikes.
0: So what's the best way to approach the market right now? What would you buy today?
1: Well, I am encouraged by the technology, you know, because as much as these earnings were, were not good, quote unquote, and a slowdown in spending, it's really that. It's actually not a major decline in profitability or real contraction of margins that you may see in some other real cyclical sectors like autos as an example. In fact. Tech spending as much as that slowed down the pricing power for tech technology services in particular and that's actually in the core pce data you can find that there is actually positive so i think as, much, as long as these companies have pricing power they're known to have really liquid positions they're known to have Little debt and a lot of cash flow. So all those big ma- uh, metrics have not really changed, but the multiples have come down so much now that it becomes potentially an entry point. In addition to that, if these estimates are right on EPS, and I'm thinking of both services and software and hardware, they all seem to be converging to a sort of a 10-15% growth rate by 2023, 2024. If that's right, then you know then the entry point is actually here. You know these stocks have come off that substantial probably is interesting to buy. So I would be adding those high, you know, those big tech names to a conservative mix portfolio.
0: Okay. So you're slowly adding uh, Apple, Microsoft, and Google to what you call a conservative portfolio. Have to leave it there. Ben Emmons, Managing Director of Global Macro Strategy, Medley Global Advisors. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend.
1: Thank you. You too.